Did you press record? Yep. Are you sure? Yep. It's recording. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And And clap. Welcome back. This is Same Mom, Different Dads, internationally known Same Mom, Different Dads. I'm Julian. I'm Cody. And we are real DIY right now. (laughs) So I hope this works out. I mean, not so much DIY. We've always been... DIY. DIY. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have a production company, but let's just say <laughs> our... Not a production company. What? <laughs> our um, our producer set us up to do this on our yeah. own today, so we're trying to be a little bit more self-sufficient. But welcome back to the post-Pride Ponderosa. Absolutely. Do you remember on Basketball Wives when Jackie Chrissie was like, we need to have a Ponderosa? And the girls were like, what are you talking about? Yeah, what's a Ponderosa? <laughs> a pon- according to her, I didn't find this definition in the, in the dictionary, but according to her, a Ponderosa is when you get together and um, get everything on the same page. And Julian and I have had some Time apart recent time, Not time apart. apart. <laughs> Not time apart. <laughs> Julian and I have been just doing our things. Um, and he has had to go to work in Atlanta. And you also yeah. skipped over the pond, too. The who? Across the pond. Oh, yeah. Across the pond. Um, and then, yeah, but just overview, we had, like, birthdays this month it was pride there this was month. Oh. so it was a lot going on the so pride and the birthdays sorry for our absence for those who are checking for us internationally checking for us they're checking though but yeah um i was in atlanta for a job obligation and opportunity and i wasn't exactly in atlanta although i did work in atlanta for a day which was really cool but i was in uh the countryside of Atlanta, I think. Um, I was in Covington, and apparently Covington um, is a popular city. I sound like a city in, um, like in Twitches or something. Not Twitches, <laughs> but um, Twilight. Right, something like um, that. I don't know what they did, but there's like a whole Twilight-themed restaurant in Covington. And um, that's where, I guess where, that's where Twilight was filmed. But I was doing pr- uh, production work on Coving- in Covington for a show um, for work, doing my work thing. Um, and it was a, like a really cool experience. Um, I, I don't always like saying what I, well, I don't like saying what I do for work or like what I work for. Because it, you can say what you do, but just don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it just elite. People look at me extremely different in the moment when I tell them what and who I work for, and I'll share that at a later date. But yeah, but I worked on a production um, in Atlanta, and it was it was my first time being back in Georgia since we lived there. Um, you had visited. Um, um, like two times since we lived there, since I was a kid. Yeah. So I did like once when I was like 16, the next time I was like 19. So it's been a while for me. Yeah, it was actually culture fucking shock for me. Like, because we were in like the countryer side of Georgia. And so like we were passing through all of these small towns and I was just like, and I saw a, I saw a school and I was like, oh, this reminded me of the elementary school that we went to when we were out there. And I was just like, fuck, it's been like such a long time since I've been out here. I don't want to come back. 
<laughs> there's literally nothing in the South for me, especially in Covington, because that is like some, it just feels like racism. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, like, I have family in Atlanta, so there's stuff for me out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's a cool city for what I have experienced, but just growing up on the West Coast and traveling to the East Coast, for me, I get those eerie feelings of like even even when I like went to Ohio once, I went to a cemetery that was made in like the 1700s. So it was like like all that I history, all I that. feel like it, it it lives on the land, but you know, southern history has a little bit of pain encoded to it. So it's like yeah, and it's intense. It, but that's what it felt like. Like you know, the Back to the Future. Uh, like little town that they were in where like the clock tower was. Yeah, there were Universal Studios. Yeah, downtown Covington literally looked like that. And there was like a statue of like some world world like one or some, I don't know, some racist white man. But I was like, they need to take that down. Anyway, you've seen, you seen them all. Yeah, I was, I got to like rap kind of because I left early to go to London, but I kind of wrapped my second um, TV experience um, through work and that was like once in a lifetime. Um, I was working on a popular show that like literally everybody knows and it was really, really dope to see all the behind the scenes, how everything comes to comes together. Um, and just that experience was literally once in a lifetime and I can't wait to do it again. Um, and even like before I got there, you know, like I'm not always my wits aren't always there. If you really, if you really know me, <laughs> you know that like I'm kind of a ditz. Well, yes. And when I, uh, so when I left, I kind of almost had a red eye. I think I had a red eye flight to Atlanta, and when I like during mid flight, my phone just completely froze, and. I was trying to get it to restart the whole time. So this started on the flight. It started on the flight, yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't figure it out. And like I was connected to Wi-Fi. Sitting there in silence. I mean, I was watching movies and okay. stuff, but I was connected to Wi-Fi. I was I restarted my phone. I was on airplane mode, but I tried to fix my phone and it literally would not work. And so I'm like, okay, let me just turn it off. When I land, it'll it'll be cool, and I'll just turn my phone back on because it'll restart. So I turn my phone back on, and it doesn't fix the problem. It's literally frozen. It won't do anything. On what screen? Was it just black? No, it was on um, my home screen. And like my the thing would pop up to put in your passcode, but it just wouldn't work. And I was like, what is going on? And of course, you know, I start to freak out because... That's just my nature. Um, and I couldn't I figure can't out. Do it. <laughs> I that's literally what it was. And I couldn't figure out how to reset my phone. And so I immediately just start panicking on the inside. And I land, I go, and I'm like, hey, is there um, is there like a plug anywhere? I'm asking people around. <laughs> you asking people for the plug? <laughs> In Atlanta. And I'm like, is there a plug anywhere so I can like restart my phone? plug my phone in. I pull out my laptop and I try to put it into my uh, my phone into my laptop thinking it'll restart or whatever and it doesn't. And I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? Because I needed to get an Uber back to, to the hotel that I was at and it was like a company Uber. So I was like, fuck, I don't want to have to pay for an Uber because where I was saying it was like 
30, 40 minutes away from the airport. And so I immediately just like pull out my laptop. This is the only way that I can start communicating with people. And I DM you, I DM like my friend Chris, cause he works for Apple. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm trying to troubleshoot on my own the best of my ability. A shout out to Simone too, cause she was trying to help you <laughs> yeah. dumbass. I, even even mom, I like, I tried to FaceTime her. It, it was, all my FaceTimes were going through to mom, but it just wouldn't work. Your FaceTimes weren't going through to me. Yeah, and then I DM'd you guys in the group chat on Instagram. You tell me what to do. I look up what to do. Chris tells me what to do. And the information I, was there. The information was there. I thought I was doing it, but lo and behold, I wasn't. Because every time that I was trying to do those steps to restart my phone, it just wouldn't work because I was doing it incorrectly. And so Cody ends up getting me an Uber and First of all, on my end, I'm already taking care of something for him because he's like, oh, you you weren't answering your phone or whatever. Why are you up in arms? Calm down. So I was, you were like, oh, you weren't answering your phone. And I was like, well, I was going to go sell your EDC ticket. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot you were doing that. Yeah. See how the defenses get lower? The Aries, you better chill. But anyway. I'm over here selling his EDC ticket. Then I get like blown up in his DMs and my Instagram notifications are off. So that's why it took me a minute to get to it. So I'm like, not, right. not, not only am I out here doing a favor for you, now I got to do Captain Save-A-Ho from across the country. Absolutely, and then, as you should. And then and then my mom is calling me every two seconds, you know, it's getting late over there and he shouldn't be. It was, and the, it was like midnight when I landed. It really, it really was midnight. And I was so tired. I was just like, let me just get to the air. I mean, to the hotel. I just want to get to the hotel. Please. And so he calls me an Airbnb. I call you an Uber. (laughs) Woo! Anyway, (laughs) he calls me an Uber and uh, I go out of the airport thinking the Uber is going to be right there. I went out to the arriving side. So I'm like, where's the Uber? Mind you, I was so, scared for him to find the Uber because once I confirmed the Uber, they sent instructions on how to get outside of the yeah, terminal screenshot with those. pictures. I screenshot them and sent it to Julian, but I already knew that could have gotten mixed up. But yeah. once I saw that there was like a map and shit, I was like, oh. Yeah, that was not for me. I was like, wait, where's the Uber? And so, and keep in mind, I have my laptop open trying to run through the airport with my luggage making sure that I didn't lose the Wi-Fi connection. I'm literally running across Atlanta's airport, trying to get to the other side of the airport to catch my Uber. But I ended up getting in the Uber, and I made it through. So, yeah. And... But when you got there, the next day he went to AT&T, and then he was like, y'all, I got my phone on. I feel stupid. And I was like, of course. But what actually happened... And the instructions for how to hard reset your phone is to use oh, the yeah. up and down volume button and the um, and the lock button. This fool was flipping the damn <laughs> volume, the, <laughs> the switch to make it go on vibrate <laughs> in silent. Yeah, I don't know. And I I'm think just, I was just in panic mode and I thought I was doing it right. I'm just thinking to myself, it's like switch versus button. You know what? And that's yeah. where it, that's where it ends right there. Yeah, but <laughs> anyway, I had a I had a really great time in Atlanta. Like I got closer to my coworkers. Um 
And that experience was literally like a once in a lifetime thing that I will experience. And I literally cannot wait to do it again because like now I know the vibe. The next time I'll be able to stay the whole time because it was just it was just really like a once in a lifetime thing. Like people don't get to experience what I got to experience. But it also made me realize that Chili's is fucking horrible. So we were in a hotel. For a little happy hour, I'll pop in the Chili's. No, Chili's is horrible. I will never go back to a Chili's, ever. We were, our hotel was literally in the same like parking lot. There was two hotels there, I think. And, And in the parking lot, there was a Chili's right next door. So that's where everybody went to like go get drinks, go get food. Keep in mind, this is the country, like there's nothing out there. The ch- Chili's is horrible. I will never go back to Chili's again. One of the times that we were there, because we went there like three times, and one of the times we were there, I wanted a Caesar shrimp salad. They brought me out lettuce and a side of cheese that goes on the Caesar salad. The Parmesan? Yeah. And it was a shrimp sh- Caesar salad. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Anyway, and I'm just like, okay, well, where's the shrimp? And the waiter's like, oh, we ran out of shrimp. <laughs> we ran out of shrimp. And I'm like, why wouldn't you tell me that before I ordered the Caesar shrimp salad? Right. And then I was like, okay, well, where's the, the dressing? And they're like, oh, that comes on the side. I'm like, okay, well, bring out the side of the dressing. Oh. I will, I will never go to Chili's croutons? again. Were there croutons on there? I don't know. That's a, that's a, a Caesar salad is like the romaine lettuce, croutons, the cheese, the dressing, like the, at least those four. Without any one know. of those four, it's not a Caesar salad. I don't know, but I would never go back to Chili's. I would never, ever go back to Chili's. They call it a Nicoy salad at Chili's. Yeah, so then after like that whole Atlanta experience, I came back um, just for like... Not even a full day because our niece graduated from middle school. Middle school was that coincidental, or did you plan that? No, I did not plan that. Honestly, I, I was like, yeah, I don't, no, I don't take I you as a kind of girl it. to be three steps ahead of yourself. <laughs> All right, uh, but I did not plan that. Um, I just when I was figuring everything out, my last day that I could be out there was like that date. And then I came back for Brooks graduation and I went there for a little bit and then I went home packed and then I made uh, made my way to London. What was in London? <laughs> Beyonce? Talk about it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I left you alone for a little bit. Like, you... Okay, true. Well, yeah. I, was, I was alone for... London and Atlanta included for like almost three weeks. I was living by myself. Yeah. First of all, quiet. I enjoyed the you, peace. I don't even make that much noise. You are a lie. It's funny that it's just saying that got you louder right. and you started making more noise. But I I enjoyed the quiet. You know what? The best part is like your mess is your own mess. Like there's like nothing else going on. I just mean as far as like if I left the kitchen clean, I know I'm gonna go back to it clean. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and you be leaving cups in the living room. Okay, like, I'm, for notori- five days I'm straight. notorious for. Le- I think I use a good like three or four cups a day. I forget yeah, which one. I don't I know have. why, but and you then, leave them literally in the living room for five days straight. Not five days. No, there. There's one sitting. No, mom is there now. So. 
Anyway, yeah, we, you do. we could go back yeah. and forth all day about cups. Um, but while you were away... Did you host? I got... Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Once. <laughs> <laughs> who while, was it? It's, it's neither here. I, I'm pretty sure I know there. who it was. You have no idea. I promise you. Okay. I promise you. All right. I want to promise you if, it, if I didn't, didn't promise it. All right. But anyway... While you were gone, you missed the best part about being gay in L.A. Well, not so much in L.A., but just you missed pride rolling around here. Uh, it's, yeah. But I just, I mean. Actually, Mariah Carey and Meg. Meg, Meg was a treat. Yeah. Meg was a treat. Um, and then I saw Tanache as well. Oh, shit. Yeah. What's her, um, does her fan base have a name? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know, but I would be part of it. I'm just saying. Yeah, Tinashe eats. I, I'm, I'm a Tinashe stand at this point. Yeah. Like, all hands on fucking deck. But, you know, Pride is always interesting. Um, we, Julian and I have a very funny Pride memory where we all went out once, and then remember we talked about how we, like, we got split up and all that, and we left you in the oh, car. Oh, yeah, you left. Yeah. No, yeah. You're not, you didn't leave me in the car. I yeah. went back to the car as an as a responsible adult no, we because I was too turned. And I was like, let me go to the car because I can't, I can't keep it. I can't carry right it now. It was a collective idea, and we all walked you to the car. I have a video of you walking to the car. Should I show it? Sure, yeah. Okay, um, I'll show it. But the thing was, you couldn't find me after. That was the catch. Yeah, so we absolutely. All, we all walked you to the car, but I forgot where the car was. Anyway, Pride is always fun. It's... Um, a mixture of sometimes there's somebody cool performing, but usually it's like a little. Yeah. Um, there's Who performed that. when we went that time? Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. Well, there's that. But, but yeah, so we, we, we went to Pride, and I, I like Prides because it's you, you meet people, and you also, you also run into random faces that you haven't seen before. Random. Well, not random, but random I just mean like faces. familiar faces <laughs> that you haven't seen in a minute, like some old flames, some old friends. And I ran into, I guess, an old flame that I previously spoke about on the podcast. <laughs> and I ain't um, got no comment on that one. Let's see. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just to update y'all, I ended up running up into said person at Motherload. What's running up? Wait, oh, I said running up. Yeah, oh, I, meant to, <laughs> I didn't run up. It was not that kind of run up, not not a baddies run up. But I ran into um, the person at at Motherload, and then who was this person? The person that I spoke about before, like a couple episodes ago. What? A, okay, we might have new watchers, new viewers. Like that means they need to go back and watch yeah. the previous episode. Oh no! But you could give us a little synopsis. A synopsis was he lied to me and I cut him off. And that's it. I mean, pretty much. Is it? Do you want to? Do you want to say it? You want me to take it? Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let exactly. you have that one. Thank you. So <laughs> I'm not gonna do that on a yeah. Let's say mom, different dad's podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Let's slow down a little bit. So <laughs> I'm gonna tell my story. I ran into him, and we kind of like talk things out. 
for like a good like two hours in the bar. And at this point, it was like, this was like late that Sunday night. I was kind of turned and we like reconciled. I kind of heard some things that I wanted to hear. Like what? I'm being, sorry. Being apologetic or? and accountable, and okay. accountable yeah. for some things that happened. And uh, being a fuck boy. I mean, being the, the the accountability was there and it felt genuine. So I'm just gonna go from that and then we'll see where we go. What's her name on uh, from Mary's there Medicine? as friends? <laughs> I don't I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Run that shit back. <laughs> That's what he needed to do. Yeah. So think yeah, prides are are always interesting. Okay. Yeah, do you have any fun pride experiences? Uh, I went to Pride with our cousin Julian. Wait, New York Pride. We we went to New York Pride. Yeah. I really, like yeah. two years ago. Yeah, we talked we talked about that before, yeah. where you peed in front of a bush, <laughs> like you had a vagina. Yeah, I mean, I I wasn't about to stand there, so I had to I squatted down and I pulled myself from underneath my shorts from the back. But anyway, that's neither here nor there again. But um, I've done like New York Pride, Mexico City Pride. That was fun. Yeah, I've only done New York and L.A. But yeah. we need to go to New York Pride next do, year. Though. I would say out of all those, even. I would I would even miss an LA Pride for a New York Pride. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I feel like LA Pride, you just go and then that's it. True, but like, yeah, New York Pride feels like a yeah. whole city thing. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then also because we were absent, June is like crazy because not only is it Pride, but it's also you, your dad, and mom's birthdays back to fucking back. Yes. See, as a the Aries... trilogy. As a Aries, I am surrounded by cancers. Passive-aggressive cancers. And, you know, it gets hard. You I know? feel like so I that, confront my aggression with you head on. No. No. Absolutely not. Mm. No. You know what? I'll give you that. But when it needs to be confronted, it will be. Anyway, um, but yeah, but happy birthday to mom. Happy birthday to your dad. And happy birthday to me. Did you say happy birthday to you? <sighs> All right. So yeah, happy, ber- happy birthday to us, Cancer. Shout out to Rose God, also a Cancer. Yeah, um, her- shout out to Kendrick. They actually have the same birthday. Drew, Quentin, my birthday twins. And I'm doing all these shout outs. <laughs> who, who else are the cancers? Shy, my homegirl at work. Um, <laughs> Manny. Anyways, while y'all were on cancer season, I was out in London. I was okay. across a pond. Yes. And I heard you was dipping in some ponds, all right. See, that's not a conversation for this, but I was definitely out in London. Dipping his um, yeah, I went with the crew um, to London uh, to see Beyonce. And it was, if you have a ticket already, if you don't have a ticket, you need to go see Renaissance, the Renaissance World Tour. Okay. It's definitely a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Just because this tour, as everybody has seen already, like it's something that... It's completely different for her. Like, you can see it in her personality. You can see it in how everybody reacts to it. You can see how, like, the community reacts to it. Um, And if you have the money, 
you definitely need to go. Um, I, I don't want to give out any spoilers, even though everything is already out on like Twitter and the internet. But it's really a once-in-a-lifetime experience, especially if you go with like your group or if you are really a, fran- a fan of Renaissance. Like You really need to go. Um, that wasn't a sponsored plug. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I just fucked with the album so much. Um, and it was definitely an experience that everybody needs to go to if you haven't already. Were there any other highlights of, of London? You were there for a few days. Absolutely. I was there for a week. Yeah. Um, so I saw Beyonce. And this is why Same Mom, Different Dads podcast is internationally, lo- internationally known. Because not only... Let them know, Greg. Wait, <laughs> let me toot the, toot the horn. horn on their asses. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, speaking of Greg in Atlanta, I was on one of the... One of the apps, the community apps. An app for the community? (laughs) The community apps. A social network, if you will. Period. (laughs) And someone that I was talking to for a little second on the apps was like, you look familiar. I was like, well, I'm not from here, like Atlanta. (laughs) And they were like, I think I've seen you somewhere. I'm like, oh, fuck, where where have they seen me? And they're like, Twitter. And I was like... I was shook because they noticed me from when we got dragged on Twitter. Um, and that was that honestly, that was so embarrassing. Like I wasn't embarrassed. That was really no, for somebody to hit you up on the community app and be like, you look familiar. True. I know you from somewhere. Because on the community <laughs> app, we're not talking about podcasts. Period. Oh. <laughs> And I was just like, oh, fuck. This is so embarrassing. But um, it just means I'm engraved in your motherfucking brain, bitch. But anyway. We are really here. Huh? I said we are really here. Absolutely. And yeah. Queer. In a short amount of time. Back to back to Pride, though, because I just want to say. Why Pride? Because I went to the parade with mom. Oh, you and did? that was my yeah. first time going to the parade. It was, a, it was a fun experience. And I showed my mom how to crack a fan. Oh, she up. she told me she, that you showed her how to do that. Yeah. What'd she say? <laughs> she was just saying. She just said Cody showed me how to do that. Yeah, I guess I would be the one to show her. Anyway, how to back to my story about London. Oh, I thought you was done. Sorry. No. Oh. Um, someone. I we went to an event with. I was with my friends, of course, but we went to a, an event. Excuse me. We went to an event, and someone came up to me, and they were like, "You look familiar." I was like. What you mean? And they were like, "You said roof, roof," and I was like, "No, that wasn't." I was like, "No, that wasn't me. That was my brother." So someone we went to an event, and someone noticed me from one of our clips um, on Instagram. They s- specifically stated "roof, roof," which was one of our clips from our from a trailer fifth episode, I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, and shout out, let me get his name right, hold on. Shout out to ZD. He's a full-on Brit, like British dude from Nigeria. He came up to me and I was shook. Like I was like, it's just it was just weird, like having somebody notice you from something online. It, but, but I will probably add to that the um 
I mean, I don't have this part, but like the experience of being so far away from home. Absolutely, least, yeah. Like this happened to us the first couple of times after we released it, like the first few episodes in was Hollywood, and we're like, oh shit, like yeah, that feels people cool. still do that, and, and, people, and yeah. people still do, and that's like hella cool because I'm shook. Like I don't expect people to. I don't know, like, it's just like, like, we have this, but like, it's just cool getting that receipt that people actually tap in. Yeah. And whether or not they like see a full episode or not, like they see us and it's, it's very just like surprising. Exactly. Like, that's what I mean by tap in. Across the fucking world, like across the pond, someone in England who is British, who has an accent, like they came up to me and was like, you look familiar. Like, I know you from something. Like, that's crazy, honestly. Like, yeah. There could be a hundred people in a room, <laughs> okay? And all you need is one. Period. All right. Period. Um, but yeah, um, I just turned London 30. Was, huh? I just turned 30. Anyways, London was a whole experience. We can sidebar that because I still, I still have stuff I want to say about London. Like, um, it sounded like it was done. No, it wasn't. London was crazy. I did what you do. I don't go to bed till like the next day. Excuse? Yeah. Um, and I, I live. I fell in love at the afters. <laughs> but my friend, it was with somebody from um, Atlanta, and Jamal told me, "Don't trust a nigga from Atlanta." <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, but... It took for you to be in Atlanta and go all the way to London to get an Atlanta nigga. You know what? Yeah, absolutely. I like that. But, yeah, it was definitely experience. We went out. I went out with uh, my friend Chris. It was just us two at the moment. Um, We went to this bar, and we met this lesbian couple. And I didn't know this, but she eventually told me that she was a cop. She ended up showing me her badge... And she, but she was British. Like she showed me her badge, and then oh no, actually they weren't a couple. They were friends, and the friend was lit as hell. And I don't know what possessed her to do this, but she started grinding on my knee, <laughs> on my kneecap. And I was like, you know what? Oh my God. I was like, what the fuck is going on? But I was also like in the back of the house, like, okay, let me see if I can get turned on by this. <laughs> And so I was like, let me see what's going to happen. You really skipped over the fact that y'all was bumping purses. You know what? And that was my trip to London. We would like to move on. (laughs) That story reminds me of... And super bad when he danced with that one girl at the party. And her and period? Then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she literally was grinding on my kneecap. Like, and mm-hmm. I felt her... Vagina on my kneecap. Oh, so you low key like, dry humped. Yes, What's, she was. Is that, lit. is that third base? Probably. No. She was. She was lit as fuck. And right. but your first little kitty. Was, nothing was happening. How'd that you was feel not after? my first kitty. Did you react? Huh? Did you react? Yeah, I was like, get the fuck up <laughs> off me. In my head, I was like, if this lady don't get the well, fuck I up off, I guess that's me. how you know it's not for you. <laughs> I you mean, she would have. She would have been my type anyway. You would have said stay a little longer. Yeah, but. Then to close out June, um, I just turned thirty. You did, yeah. You know oh. what? Does it, did that scare you turning thirty? I feel like it scared you because you were like my last workout <laughs> in my twenties. <laughs> no, I'm just dramatic. my last grocery store run Absolutely. in my twenties and my last shit on these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but it wasn't even that. It was, you know, first of all, I'm dramatic. But aside from that, I was more excited of like, here's a new decade. Here's a fresh start. Like 20 was 20. There were ups and downs. But now we have another decade to detach from that and hopefully attach to um bigger and better things because the, the goal should always be to level up so that's what we're doing yeah it was to I feel like the 20s like you feel like, and especially in the beginning is like you're on like bitch shout out to Dawn because she said <laughs> like her whole album trilogy is, is it, that's exactly what it feels like it's first you have like this armor and then underneath that armor you realize that you're like bright eyed and you're just fucking you're doing shit I was from like 20 to 24, you're just doing shit. <laughs> and then like, I would say like 24 hits and you're like, wait. What would you say is like your biggest like takeaway from your 20s? Biggest takeaway from the 20s is Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me, right? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I hate these kind of questions because I really be thinking about them. But biggest takeaway is to like be more vulnerable in the moment, and to You're I mean, vulnerable. Be in the moment, but also like be aware in the moment. I guess. I guess. Like I don't know. Just because I could tell you in your thirties. Definitely fuck these niggas, fuck these bitches, fuck these hoes, fuck everybody. Just Listen, that's you. how I feel just going into 30 now, though. Just like, that's re- I was just yeah. telling my friend, I was like, 30 feels like it's me time. <laughs> <laughs> Back to me, Fantasia. Like, but like the 20s, you just feel like, like you're trying to like please people and mm-hmm. still like find who you are through that people pleasing. And then once you're like 30, you're like, wait, like... This fuck mean. that other aspect. This mine. Okay. <laughs> fuck. You better lay low. <laughs> fuck that other aspect of trying to subscribe to how other people perceive you and you living up to that. But yeah. like at 30, you're like, wait, I'm fucking here. Yeah. And, and I still got still more time. Here. And the last thing I'm about to do is try to reinforce whatever image I've created for you in my head. Whereas like, no, like if I'm making a change, like I'm making a change. Yeah, absolutely. Your 30s is definitely like your 20s, but with more money. More money and sins, babes. Sins and sins. Oh, fucking word. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yes. Shit, because we working with a little bit more than fucking change in the 30s, but we're smarter with it. Like, in the 20s, doing shit. Absolutely. And we going to say doing shit. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's been a lot of fuck shit that's been going on in the news lately. Um... A lot of speak on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, sometimes I feel like being in LA and California, like sometimes I feel like, oh, that's not gonna affect me, you know? Which is kind of like a I don't know if that's a bad thing, but we it, definitely no, no, no. live you're just acknowledging your privilege within Absolutely, yeah. Like, that's what that is. You know, the whole ruling with the Supreme Court of the case of where the person used freedom of speech, which is weird as fuck, to discriminate against same-sex couples, like, that is definitely going to open up a door that is walking into us 
well, not us, but this country, cunt tree setting us back even more which is like it's it's really devastating because you know we're in 2023 and it feels like we should be progressing and there's still people in this world who are basically out for themselves because I don't see how as a people you can just be like all about yourself if you don't see something that is better for the future and like for to bring discrimination against you know people that are not like you. It's really weird. And it's weird to me how you can, there's people who are in charge of dictating things in government that we can and can't do. When it's just, it's literally just made up. If you, at the end of the day, it's made up. That is so weird to me and it's unfortunate. Um, so it got me thinking like, where the fuck can I go? If you can't be in the USA, where the hell can you okay. go? Okay. Because <laughs> Bella Noche's, aka the U, the USA, in it, the door is closed. Absolutely. But it it really fucking sucks. And you know, if if you're gay, and then throw on the le- the other level of your ethnicity or culture, and you know, like throw in like intersectionality in with that, like it's crazy because now there's like you use freedom of speech to discriminate. Yes, your words can be discriminatory, but it's like you sh- that shouldn't justify you discriminating, you know, um, especially if someone's not doing any harm onto you. And then back to being gay and then having, if you are non-white, affirmative action being taken away. Like, the starting line for... A, a, a white person in probably a more privileged neighborhood versus that has high merits, and even for a black person in a lower privileged neighborhood to have high merits of education, like that starting line for that white person is still totally different, and they can be seen more. So we need equal starting lines for everyone that can still hold the same position. So having that being taken away, having discrimination back on the docket to make it valid. On the docket. (laughs) It's fucked up. And like, yeah. And you know what? We went to um, 60 Hotel um, in Beverly Hills and we went to Ocean Prime in Beverly Hills for mom's birthday. And it would just, it just stuck out to me because it's so important for black people and people of color to be in spaces where you normally don't see people of color in those spaces so that we can just like shift a wig a little bit, you know, okay, like but, but shift it shake it up, you know, like we mirror- belong here too. Like y'all are just not this exclusive because y'all have a certain amount of money or you come from something that we don't come from. I It was literally only white people at the 60 Hotel. And we were the only black people there. And I honestly, I felt like a presence for us and a reason for us to be there because a lot of, you know, like black people don't come to Beverly Hills. Like, and sometimes like, it's like you hear people say like, oh, you live. We've gotten this our whole lives because we grew up on the other side of the hill. We grew up in the valley. Like, we did not grow up in L.A. Um, And you always hear, like, And shout out to everybody calling us valley girls in the comments. (laughs) One, we see you. And secondly, we're from the fucking valley. We're from the valley. Like, um, and 
It's just like you hear people say like, oh, y'all around these white people. Yes, we are around these white people. We are making it so that if you want to come over here, like it's normalized and comfortable. It's normalizing us being in these spaces that we shouldn't be in like quote-unquote we shouldn't be in and I just honestly when we were at the 60 hotel I was like this is a moment for us to just be who we are in this space because we too are allowed to be here and it kind of felt like we weren't supposed to be there like even when we pulled up it was like super quiet everybody was just laid out on the rooftop at the pool okay you can hear a fucking mouse piss right over the music (laughs) and it was just like oh we coming in in this space and we about to turn up because we're celebrating our mom's birthday we got our own music playing we got bottles like we can do this too yeah and like even at the even at the restaurant we went to like it was it was late at night but also like in beverly hills it was super quiet like the street was just super quiet but like it was like yes we are here too we are gonna be in this space we are gonna take up this space we are showing that we are meant to be here even though we don't look like you or may quote-unquote have the things that you have I totally agree because just our presence be shaking people up. Like, The Little Mermaid being black was a jump scare for some people, unfortunately. You know, I haven't watched. Yeah, I need I'm to see it. I'm about to take your black card for that. I might just buy it on, like, do we, do there's so many DVDs? Yeah, where, no, wherever it is, you need yeah. to give it your coins. Yeah, I need to go so watch it. So we can yeah. show up for our good sis Hallie yeah. for representing herself and us in such an amazing light and it it really sucks that some people that disagreed with her portraying that image um reached such a scale for us to even hear about that negativity but at the end of the day first of all we're talking about a damn mermaid (laughs) we're talking about a a, a cartoon (laughs) turned human like people and, Boy, let me let me die. An octopus that stole her voice, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like let's break let it down die. to the fundamentals, right? Yeah. Like we're upset about fiction, you know. So, but yeah, it's just another reminder that black people, people of color, but black people mm-hmm. <laughs> are meant to be in these spaces as well. Like and watching that movie was everything. Like all of us, we were like reacting to it. We clapped. We clapped after Ariel's numbers, and by the time it got to Ursula's, not to say she did a bad job at all, I think she did well. But after she finished, we were like, "Every time, okay, okay, (laughs) whatever that means." But after every time, Hallie's saying, "We're like, absolutely, (laughs) take your time." Yeah, you know, just people, white people are always gonna be mad, and serves them right because they do some dumb shit. Oh my um, gosh. And, you know, they take submarine. How do you say it? <laughs> Sub- how do you say submersible? I don't know how a to sum- say it. But submersible. The, yeah, a submersible Absolutely. or a submarine. Yeah. And <laughs> it's really funny how, first of all, social media made a joke out of that. I mean, yeah, rest, un- in, it's unfortunate. Rest, in, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace to all the families involved, everyone that was directly involved and more so that kid that like didn't really feel too hot about going with his father but he ended up going anyway but some of them in there i will just say better choices could have been made 
I would never get in a Beats pill to go okay. underwater. <laughs> I that even, shit was a size I of a Beats even, pill. I wouldn't even ride in them little white vans that are blacked out <laughs> in, in my own city on land. And no. So why would I get Absolutely in something like not. that and, to go how many thousands of feet underwater? Yeah. I literally have no desire to go see the Titanic at the bottom of the ocean. I'll listen to it on the iPod. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely. Why would you want to go see the Titanic? Like at the I've, bottom of the ocean for I, what honestly, reason? No, I think the whole idea is dope to go see a ship. Uh, I like, don't know. One of the most famous shipwrecks in history, and go down there and see it itself. In theory, okay. sounds amazing. No, but I'm not for gonna what? do. I'm not gonna do that guided on the damn PlayStation controller. <laughs> like, be fucking for real. <laughs> for what? I would <laughs> not do that. Where are you going with that? No, like, I how are you going to steal, steal this damn shit with that? Um, but once again, rest in peace to all the families involved. Yeah. But That's like, really how, unfortunate. But, but the way social media tied in the Little Mermaid <laughs> to the submarine, <laughs> their minds. Absolutely. Which is why we're on spill now because. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you really spilled with that, huh? Yes, Rose. Wait, what they say? But wait, I may have spilled. <laughs> the fact that we are Twitter reactions. It's hilarious. It scares me, honestly. But yeah. The power that yeah. has. But we also want to shout out Brandy because she's getting her star We're on stars. the Walk of Fame next year. And I will definitely be there. I am pulling up. I've been to like a couple star ceremonies, like for work basis, but Work basis? Did I say that right? I don't know. Work reasons. Break reasons. Yeah, I went to Nipsey Star, um, DJ Khaled, um, DJ Khaled Star. Jay Z was there too. Um, I've been to several star ceremonies, but I'm definitely pulling up to Brandy Star ceremony. No question about it. Yeah, we're gonna be out there. Are you gonna go? Yeah. You're gonna have to put in for work. You're gonna have to take the day off. I just tell my clients I'm not available. Period. Yeah. <laughs> and but also something else that I'm looking forward to is Victoria Monet's album. I feel like she's really gonna get her flowers that she deserves. I was watching I agree. Party Girls video earlier and she ate that video down like start to finish. Yeah, Energy absolutely. was there. Like the videography was great for what they were trying to convey. Yeah. I w- I hope she this album is really successful for her because all the singles she's dropped so far, All My Mama has definitely made so much impact for everybody. Like it's such a good record. All the singles that she's dropped so far, they're like crazy. I'm really looking forward to that album. That's all I'm gonna say about that. So yeah. I'm looking forward to the next few episodes. We're gonna have some collaborations that we have um in the works. Yeah. Another reason why we were gone so much is because like we were trying to tie some things together to make happen, but scheduling and just like conflicts just couldn't happen. But we do have this is hard. We we have full time fucking jobs. We have careers. You are absolutely right. Careers. We have degrees. And we work with those degrees in our careers. Absolutely. So it's a lot going on that takes into, before even filming the episode, a lot of planning. Yeah. So thank you for bearing with us. Shout out to anybody that has made it to this far in the episode. But <laughs> aside from that, um, even if you watch 
30 seconds to 30 minutes to 15 minutes. It. Like, I yeah. appreciate it. Um, like, you know, at the bare minimum, give us the engagement because we are trying to, just with this being Pride Month, clo- closing this off on the whole inclusivity and being representation. And that was our entire mission in, in this in the beginning. And it's great that while we're out with our street team, us, when we're at gay bars and <laughs> and we have people come up to us like oh i see your videos on this or that or that like i i heavily fuck with that it's yeah it's it's amazing and we appreciate it because once again we do it to show that there are gay siblings yeah. and there are people that we we feel you out there yeah there's a, and honestly for me it's just like just a representation of there's so many different ways to be who you are for sure uh, different ways to be gay um and honestly i was like when we were with celebrating mom's birthday i was like this is really iconic as fuck like growing up um like we we didn't know like we didn't say anything but just to be like now in the space that we're in like just to be ourselves around other groups of people with our family like yes this is who we are like that's that's pretty iconic like just on a family basis like that's pretty iconic and then just to open it up own it yeah just to open it up and like just share our experiences like we're carrying (laughs) (laughs) And that is going to carry us into our next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you. Happy motherfucking pride. Shout out to all my alphabet people that made it through June. Listen, baby. June drags us through the damn mud, but we always make it out. We're going to July. We're definitely going to New York Pride again next year. And we're going to do the black shit next year. Anyway, but... Please make sure to subscribe. Subscribe, watch, like, Drop us a comment. Please drop us a comment. Share. Let us know what you would like to hear us discuss, um, what you want to hear us share our opinions about. Um, Thank you for all of the engagement that that you guys give us on social media. Thank you for subscribing. We're like over 300 subscribers right now on YouTube, which is... Far beyond what I thought we were ever going to be at. We broke eight hundred on Instagram. Yes, we are slowly like creating something that I guess people are fucking with, that they like. Um, and I honestly, I like what we're doing. Like we're showing that there's a a different side to what is typically put out there for gay culture. Stereotypically put out there, right? Yeah. And but anyway, make sure you subscribe, like, comment, share, um, do all that shit because we gonna bring all that shit. All that shit, (laughs) (laughs) baby. All right, adios. Cheers.